All right, all right, all right. We gotta come up with some new material. Uh, yes, Mr. Producer. The kids, uh, they ain't eating up the old shit anymore. Mighty Ducks, Mighty Ducks 2, The Big Green, whatever other bullshit kids' sports movies out there. They don't want it no more. They're looking for something fresh. Yes, Mr. Producer. But what the hell can we do? Pioneer something creative and groundbreaking? That ain't no walk in the park. We gotta think, or we're finished in this business. Well, I think I might have an idea of sorts, Mr. Producer. <sighs> For the 10,000th time, kid, <sighs> I don't pay you to think. Uh, yes, Mr. Producer. Although, let's say... For the sake of, uh, academia, I'm so goddamn desperate right now, I'd be willing to hear your shtick. No doubt, naively idiotic idea. What do you got? Uh, well, I thought about this problem of derivative children's sports movies the other night, and one of the major problems is that there are no recognizable characters because they're always a bunch of kids, right? Uh-huh. And then I thought... Sports movies are always so down-to-earth and realistic, but kids like big and bold settings like, I don't know, outer space and elements of aliens and magic and things like that. Uh-huh. But then I also thought, you know what kids really liked? What movies scored big with kids? Yeah? Mary Poppins. You'd better be fucking going somewhere with this kid. Right, so I thought to myself, why don't we make a live-action basketball movie for kids, starring a dream team of the biggest stars in the NBA, led by Michael Jordan himself, and the very popular and marketable Looney Tunes cartoons, fully animated, and sharing the screen while squaring off against a team of basketball-playing alien monsters from outer space for the fate of the galaxy. That's the dumbest goddamn thing I've ever heard. Okay, how about we also throw in Bill Murray and Wayne Knight? No, no, your, your idea's genuinely terrible. You're terrible. Get out, you're fired, go! Yes, Mr. Producer. Sorry, Mr. Producer. <sighs> that dumbass kid. Hello, Ivan? It's me. Are you sitting down? Good. Now get ready to kiss my ass like your Elma Fudd in my keister's Bugs Bunny dressed as a Goyle rabbit. In a world where the human race has nearly unlimited access to all forms of media, mankind faces its greatest enemy. A looming threat. Can you look at that? What is that? A paralyzing choice. You have eight choices. Choose incorrectly, and I cannot be held responsible for your suffering. Is the next movie in my queue good or bad? Hey, do you guys want to watch Geely? A war that threatens our very existence. We have come to take over your world. And it will be fought over. Cows. Uh, one podcast dares to make sense of it all. So you don't have to. This is the Sacred Cows Podcast. And now, welcome... Your hosts... Hey everyone, it's Pete. Hi, I'm Mike. Thanks, Thanks disembodied, disembodied voice guy. guy. 
Say, disembodied voice guy. Yes, Pete? Knock, knock. What are you doing? We're doing the disembodied voice guy joke. A knock, knock joke? Yeah, why not? Say, disembodied voice guy. Knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. <sighs> um, I said orange. I heard what you said. Orange who? Aren't you tired of being such a grouchy asshole all the time? You know what, Pete? You go to hell. You go right to hell. Oh, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm already there. I mean, I work with you. Oh, no. I don't think so. I've been to hell. And let me tell you, you take me any day of the week. Now, if you'll excuse me, don't forget to kiss my ass when I walk right out this door. Do you think he'll be back? Even disembodied voice guy don't fuck with the guild. Yeah, you're right. Welcome to the Sacred Cows Podcast. Today we've got a very special, very lots of things to talk about feedback episode. That's right. Plenty of feedback, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. Yep. We're really happy to hear from you guys, like always. Um, As you know, I'm Mike. And I'm Pete. And, uh, yeah, we just got done talking about... The Back to the Future trilogy uh, with special guest, uh, it's probably Josh of the Cthulhu and Friends podcast. Yeah, that, w- that was a lot of fun, I have to say. Yeah, Josh will probably be back for some uh, some future recording. Uh, in fact, we might talk about something like that mm, in the next couple minutes. Yeah, yeah, I think I might know what you're referring to. So, Pete... Do you want to tell what movie we're going to talk about next podcast? Well, I at first thought that this meant something else, but it does appear that we are going to be doing the movie Space Jam, which I initially thought was the stuff that they shot at the radar dish in Spaceballs. It is that, <laughs> but <laughs> but more specifically, it is the 1996 uh, Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan buddy comedy, I guess, sports comedy, uh, that uh, apparently a lot of people um, in our feedback were uh, talking about and asking about. Yeah, that that was one of those interesting things where um, one of our fans was like, hey, we just got done watching this movie, and I, I don't remember exactly who it, who it was, um, and, and <laughs> would you guys review it? And then like people were like, yeah, 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 and a bunch of things started uh, flooding our Twitter feed, so we're like, okay, well, I guess they really want a kids movie, and they really want it to be Space Jam specifically, so right, right. why don't we yeah, go there for was it? A, there was a chant up in the crowds going, Space Jam, Space Jam, Space Jam. Yes. Maybe not, but... Yes, so while we could have done um, some other Thanksgiving-oriented movies, okay, there's only a couple that you can think of, like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, um, Dutch, and uh, that's about all I know of, um, and that's even thanks to Sean Faust for reminding me of. Uh, yeah, a kid's movie seemed like a good uh, slam dunk, if you will. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, jeez. Well, yeah, being that there isn't a huge library of content for Thanksgiving movies, I figure this is as good as anything. This will be what we're talking about two weeks from when you're hearing this uh, for December 2nd release. Yeah, we have some other news about future episodes coming up. We've got quite a bit on our plate and with quite a lot of guests. That's right, and I love guest spots, so that, that'll be a lot of fun. We've got on uh, December 16th's episode will be Gremlins, the holiday uh, maybe classic? We'll find out, and we're going to have special guest Adam Bash 
finding him at Twitter at the Adam Bash. That'll be awesome. You know, that's a movie I haven't seen in a good long time, so I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Yeah, I don't remember the last time I saw it, so I'm looking forward to it. And uh, uh, Adam said he had some uh, some interesting things he'd like to share about that movie, so we're really looking forward to that recording. That's great. Yeah, you know, uh, thinking back to Gremlins, I can never really tell if I'm watching Gremlins 1, 2, or 3, uh, because I always see it when it's on TV at the holidays, so it's like, uh, which one am I watching? Who the hell I don't knows? think there's a Gremlins 3, Pete. Oh, well, then I probably wasn't watching that one, but the other two. Hmm. Come on. There's <laughs> no Gremlins 3. That seems like the kind of movie that there'd be like eight of or something. But anyway. Yeah, I think Gremlins and Critters get confused a lot. Um, and Gremlins 1 and Gremlins 2 are uh, very different movies. And in fact, I think we should revisit uh, Gremlins 2, but we won't be. <laughs> not right away, anyway. At least not on December 16th. No, no, no. We we do have a feedback episode scheduled for December 30th, and we want to have that be a special feedback episode where you guys can get in your um, holiday movie traditions that uh, you're happy about, thankful for, want to share in general. You know, tell us about your movie holiday history. Yeah, you know, Christmas just kind of seems, or the holidays in general, you know, just seems like a time when people get together and watch movies, maybe because it's cold and that's the best thing to do on a cold day is curl up with a movie or whatever but but we all have our holiday traditional movies so we'd love to hear what yours are right and if you have any funny scary weird uh stories of fat men falling down your chimney or whatever we want to know get your gun <laughs> there you go you'll shoot your eye out <laughs> Just, yeah that's right Ooh, brought that right back around well done <laughs> And finally, um, we've talked about it before on our feedback episode, but on uh, January 13th, we are going to have a Star Wars The Force Awakens roundtable, which will break our usual format. It will be a roundtable discussion of Star Wars The Force Awakens, a movie that's currently going to be in theaters uh, at that time, uh, a few weeks after the movie's actually out. So that way it sort of gets the whole, oh my God, a Star Wars movie out of our system so we can really look at it. That is going to be super fun. And yes, the show is going to break our format. It's going to break your mind open with its awesomeness. It's just fun to finally have a date and some names for that one. So very happy. So Pete, what kind of names can we expect with that? We can tell. It's not a secret anymore. Nope, it's not a secret. They want us to tell. Awesome! Well, I will oblige them. So our Star Wars The Force Awakens roundtable will feature such notable guests as Josh Gentry, also known as It's Probably Josh, uh, also Nika Howard, at Nika underscore Howard, Matthew Morris, at Matthew M. Morris, Kim Stonick, at Kim Caddis, and Ben Stonick, at Ben Stonick. Yep, and uh, that is a pool of all uh, sorts of other podcast talents from various uh, different podcasts that have lots of different experiences with Star Wars. In fact, I won't tell you who it is, but um, one of these people, this will be their very first Star Wars viewing. And when I heard that, that blew me the hell away. We wanted to make sure that we get people that come in with all kinds of opinions on Star Wars from different angles and sort of dissect this thing and, and talk about it and have fun. And hopefully a lot of jokes. Yes, I'm sure looking at this list that we will have jokes. Some more off-color than others. Some light-side jokes, some dark-side jokes, but it'll be awesome. You know it. <laughs> there you go. 
So with that, um, let's get into our regular feedback episode stuff. Well, we usually start these episodes with our email feedback. So, Mike, why don't you let us know who we heard from in email this month? <laughs> More than a month? Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a month. Um, actually, we heard from multiple people um, over the month, but... Um, a lot of it was more little conversation back and forth, so uh, I'm not going to go ahead and read that, but there's one um, honest-to-goodness letter that came over two parts, and uh, uh, Jackie, uh, I'm sure you'll appreciate that I put those two parts into one letter because it seemed to flow enough anyway. So the first email is from Jackie at Joker's Grundy on Twitter. She said, Hello, if you haven't listened to it, check out episode 268 of the Nerdist podcast. They interview Crispin Glover, and he discusses some of the controversy with Back to the Future. I really enjoyed it and thought you guys might be interested, too. And what I am for thankful for, movie-wise, that there are still drive-in theaters. One of my earliest memories is watching the original Clash of the Titans at the drive-in with my family. We still occasionally go. There's nothing quite like throwing a futon mattress in the back of a truck with a cooler and a radio and enjoying a double feature. Thanks for the great podcast, Jackie. Jackie, uh, if I may just interject, I agree with you wholeheartedly there about the drive-in theaters. Uh, it's kind of a tale of woe is my family recently discovered the local drive-in theater, uh, which was a real boon because we have an infant son who can't sit in a regular theater through a movie, but he can sleep peacefully in his car seat through Avengers 2. So <laughs> that was a wonderful discovery. Of course, then... Uh, a month or so later, they announced that the drive-in was closing. I think they're going to be, like, uh, sand fracking or something there. So, wah, wah. But still, it was it was a, a momentary thrill. Yeah, that is, that is a sad, uh, sad news story. Uh, I guess I can comment mm-hmm. on the Nerdist podcast uh, interview. I had forgotten about this when we did the uh, episode for Back to the Future 1. But, yes, there is an interview with Crispin Glover. And uh, he does discuss some of the uh, controversy uh, with Back to the Future and everything like that. It it is interesting to hear it from his side. I'm not going to go into it much further. But, yeah, you should go listen to that episode, episode 268 of the Nerdist podcast, and uh, find out more about Crispin Glover. I mean, after you're caught up on our feed, of course. Yeah, that's right. Listen to us first. The next uh, thing that we usually talk about is just the tweets that we get from you guys that uh, you'd want us to share. And, again, we have... We had gotten so many tweets this particular um, cycle. You guys are awesome about talking to us. Uh, I We only were able to pick, you know, some, so we're not keeping you uh, here forever that we just want to talk about. So here we go. The first tweet is from uh, Jackie again, the, at Joker's Grundy. Uh, she just said, um, finally caught up, all referring to the Back to the Future episodes. Uh, were fantastic, and that opening for the the third episode, just beautiful. Hashtag Moo. Glad you liked it. Okay, the next tweet comes from at Rollwill. At Sacred Cows Pod, what's y'all's take on the Predator franchise? Well, uh, the Predator franchise, there's a there's an interesting uh, series of films. Mike, do you have any opinions about the Predator franchise? Well, we actually ended up talking with uh, Roll Will and uh, some of the other people mentioned in this tweet on it. Uh, Basically, this was my take. I have to admit, I was the one handling the Twitter at the time. Predator 1 is definitely a sacred cow. 2 and Predators, I have... mm -hmm, uh, 
definitely worth an episode. <laughs> Espe- well, especially yeah, two. Yeah, I think talk, I, it seems unlikely that we will not talk about Predator ever on this show because that, that is one of those iconic uh, film series. Right. Or maybe it's just the first one. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, honestly, we could just have done a Schwarzenegger podcast and we'd be doing it for, a, you know, a year or more. So we're just trying to space out the Schwarzenegger. We probably got to throw some Stallone in here first, <laughs> to be fair. Oh, Maybe some Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> but definitely. Why don't we just say Steven Seagal while we're at it? What? Well. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Is that going too far? Maybe. <laughs> but... Uh, but yeah, the the Predator franchise definitely is one of those that we need to talk about at some point. Not no not doubt. even uh, not even including AVP. No, no, not even. Well, I'll take the next uh, one two because Thank they're you. by the same person from at Zombie Slag. Finally, my cries for more dick jokes have been addressed in Sacred Cows Pod. Back to the Future Part Three episode. Sa- Zombie Slag, uh, great. Glad that you caught that. That we gave you a shout out. So. Awesome. That's right. We did not want thousands of dick jokes to be cried out for and silenced or whatever the hell the line is. Go on. (laughs) And then uh, his other tweet is, The opening of Sacred Cow's Pod Back to the Future 3 episode is worth its bits in gold. Well, thank you again. Uh, We really enjoy telling George off. It's worth its naughty bits in gold. No doubt. (laughs) Oh, boy. Why don't I just read this next one from at Nika Howard. I feel there might be a wonderful Sacred Cows podcast episode coming in reference to the suggestion that we do Space Jam. It's just how I'm choosing to read it. But you have the power of prognostication because that, as we have announced, is exactly what we're doing next. So, well played. Yep, that was part of that big conversation about Space Jam. That's why I put the little uh, parentheses there, so... That the listeners right. understand that. I hear you. Well, <laughs> we do take our fan see- uh, feedback very seriously. So if you have a movie that you'd like to see on this podcast, suggest it. Chances are you're not alone, and we just may end up doing it. And we will, I swear. I know there have been people that have said getting to Serenity is important. We will get to it when the time is right, but we gotta. We gotta when the time is right, people. Yeah, we and gotta it will get there. be right sometime. So. It's all about the flow. The flow. <laughs> That's right. All right. The next Pretty tweet is from at Melvinity. Wait. Michael J. Fox played the daughter in Back to the Future 2? Question mark. Sacred Cows Pod, you guys just blew my mind. Well, thank you, Melvinity. <sighs> that is the sound of your mind being blown. Yeah, it's, uh, it, well, <laughs> I guess I knew that he was playing his daughter, but uh, it kind of blew my mind that he did it so well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We can leave it there, I think. The next tweet comes from at Batten Jonathan. Sacred Cow's pod really hooked me with the American Psycho episode. Very cool and insightful. You know, I really liked that episode too, Mike. Well, it's probably up there as one of our most talked about episodes. I think uh, going to a movie like that and sort of breaking it down uh, was what people were looking for. Well, right, it helped that the movie had a lot more complexity than your typical summer blockbuster uh, type of a film, which, uh, you know, obviously hold a dear place in our hearts uh, from when we were children, but it is very nice to talk about something a little more sophisticated. And I think we'll get back to things like that in the future for sure. I would very much like to. Again, it's all about the space and the time and flow. 
That's right. The flow. The flow, man. You got to go with it. Yep. All right. Our next tweet is from at Cody Ogilby. He says, Sacred Cows Pod, watching American Psycho so I can keep listening to the podcast. Uh, XD, which is the, yeah, you know what that means. Yeah, we, yeah, right. <laughs> but, so, yep, more good. comments on American we, Psycho, right? That's right. And we inspired somebody to watch a great movie. So that is great. The final tweet, and I'm sure there were many, many more, but the final tweet on my list is at Nudzer, Sacred Cows Pod, when you finally realize the brilliance of Crawl and not the other movie you thought it was, then I'll come on. <laughs> oh, uh, we've talked about Crawl versus Cull many times, so which is it? Crawl, the guy who fights with the starfish-looking sword, or yes. Cull, the guy who's Kevin Sorbo? You got it right this time. <laughs> Was there a doubt that I got it wrong before? I, I, um, I think so. So, so this is one of those like ultra deep B list uh, action thrillers. I think for like space f- fantasy sword and sandal type things. Maybe I, I've only ever seen the cover at the video store. I think I think what we're gonna have to do with this one um, at some point is have crawl versus cull. <laughs> as a oh, whole well I, ha- I hate to say it but i think i think five bladed sword beats one bladed sword any day of the week well you know just <laughs> which movie's better but <laughs> oh that way gotcha then again you have to somehow hold the five bladed sword and that that's the really puzzling part of the mystery <laughs> all right so that ends our tweet section as far as reviews well We've got some good news and bad news. Um, good news, uh, we did get some more iTunes um, ratings, which, you know, that's awesome. Some five-star ratings, but no no word reviews with it. And some other good news is that we don't have to pay any celebrities to uh, read the reviews for us this week. Oh, that's a relief. Yeah. Not to mention they were a pain in the neck, always. Yeah, always wanted a nice green room. Mm-hmm. Different colored M&M's. That's right. They wanted to just pick all the green ones out. Ugh. Left with a bunch of brown M&M's. You know, I thought of another good news scenario. Nobody badmouthed us in iTunes reviews either. Well, I mean, I'm so. okay with badmouths as long as there's a five star. Right, right. That's that's fine. But uh, but we got we had a lot of people opt to give us five stars and not badmouth us in the process. So I, I feel like that's a win-win. All right. Well, um, so finally, we'll just close it out with the uh, bovine boosters. And you can be a bovine booster yourself by telling your friends, relatives, people you don't even like about our podcast and uh, letting us know that you did. A lot of people do that via Twitter. Uh, You could do it via email and maybe blind carbon copy us or other stealthy ways. Take a picture, send it to us on Instagram whatever wow that just all went so over my head yeah it's uh, internet stuff and i know that uh you still prefer smoke signals write it in a notebook and wrap it around a pigeon's leg that would be awesome as long as you can prove it you will be mentioned <laughs> in this section of names so right. these first, are the first pigeon carrier boost. message we get uh it, that's definitely going on on the show somehow so these are the bovine boosters the people that uh spread the word want to start pete sure we'll start with at it's probably josh uh at caf podcast the cthulhu and friends podcast 
Love those guys. At typical Veronica. At definitely Stacy. At Matthew M. Morris. At Scaraviner. I hope I pronounced that right. At that looks right to me. We've got at Zombie Slag. At Creeptastic Sam. At Firefly Podcast. That is the Firefly Podcast Balls and Bayonets Brigade. Great name. At Sean Faust. At Butch Gentry. At N. Starinsky. At I Think I'm Fred. At Melvinity. And at TRF Podcast. That is the Redacted Files Podcast. All right, and that is all of our feedback episode. And thank you once again to all of our bovine boosters and anybody who sent us any feedback of any kind, even if it wasn't read on here. We love you. We love you in the most appropriate way possible. All of you. Thank you. And thank you for being a member of our herd. Moo. This is just a reminder then that you need to go out and watch Space Jam. Right now you can find it on Amazon Prime. Or your local video store. And as far as contacting us, if you haven't uh, contacted us before, you can find us on Twitter at Sacred Cows Pod. That's at Sacred Cows Pod. You can also find us uh, and contact us via email for uh, more of your long-form conversations. We're sacredcows at herooftheweb.com. That's sacredcows at heroofthewebcom And finally, you can find me. I'm at White Morph on Twitter. That's at White Morph. Pete can be found. I, my pigeon coop door is open to your message. There we are. And uh, always you can get in touch with him again on the Twitter at Sacred Cows Pod um, or the email or whatever. You know, if you want to tell him to get on Twitter, maybe a little peer pressure would be in order. At least you've seen yeah, maybe, pictures of know. him now. That's right. You have. Thanks, Mike, for constantly showing up and taking my photo, much to the bemusement of others. Well, people already see my ugly mug on my Twitter profile as it is. Fair enough. All right. So with that, get out and watch some Space Jam. Space Jam. Here's your chance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. (laughs) All right. We will see all of you next time. Bye.